Welcome to the Barnes Morning Ag News for July 18th on the Colorado Ag News Network and Farmcast Radio. This is Tucker Almer, and here's what's making it to the top of the barn in Ag News this Monday morning. A Federal Reserve official told Congress the ag economy may be headed for a slowdown later this year or early next. Kansas Federal Reserve Bank Vice President Nathan Kaufman told House ag lawmakers that farm credit conditions have strengthened during the last two years with rising commodity prices and land values. But Kaufman says the war in Ukraine has changed the economic landscape. While the strength of farm income these past two years is likely to sustain credit conditions in agriculture for some time, some borrowers may face heightened financial stress in the year ahead if costs continue to rise and commodity prices ease further. Overall, Kaufman says the United States farm sector seems well-positioned financially for the rest of this year. But some measures do appear to have softened in recent weeks, and some producers may face more substantial credit challenges than others. Uncertainty about the outlook for the U.S. agricultural economy is high and will depend significantly on global factors. Kaufman says the war has had a direct impact on the price of commodities and on fuel and fertilizer inputs, creating market uncertainty, volatility, and lender concerns as farm margins tighten. And continuing to talk about the economic conditions, a number of factors are sending up red flags about slowing economic activity and a potential oncoming recession. A CoBank report says inflation is the largest red flag and the Fed is ready to raise rates until it believes inflation has been controlled. Warehouse and inventory costs are still rising at near peak levels, and transportation costs are rising at a much higher rate than before COVID-19, says Dan Kowalski, vice president of CoBank's Knowledge Exchange. Grain rail car availability and prices were at multi-year lows and highs, respectively, in the second quarter. Shifting economic sentiments have brought ag and energy commodity prices down from their peaks. Grain prices in the second quarter remained volatile, but grain and oilseed prices should push higher because of tight global commodity supplies, especially wheat and soybeans. There are challenges ahead because the dry July weather and the Asian-made crop protection chemicals will continue in short supply. We're going to step away with a word from our sponsors, but coming up after this, some more ag news. Premier Farm Credit is customer-owned, committed to sharing our profits, and focused on serving agriculture and rural communities in northeast Colorado, today and tomorrow. Premier Farm Credit, the gold standard. Kit Carson County, home to some of Colorado's finest and prime farmland. Now's your chance with Hall & Hall Auctions to purchase over 800 acres offered in five separate tracks and combinations on Tuesday, August 9th at 1 p.m. For more details and information, you can contact Scott Schumann of Hall & Hall Auctions at 970-716-2120. Sorting through the myths and misinformation to find facts about farming and food can be overwhelming. Learn more about Colorado food and agriculture at mycoloradofood.com. Welcome back into the Morning Ag News segment presented by the Colorado Farm Bureau. The National Milk Producers Federation supports bipartisan house legislation that will encourage additional infant formula supply imports to temporarily ease short-term shortfalls in supplies. However, the organization says boosting longer-term domestic production to ensure safe and secure infant supplies in the future is necessary. The Formula Act in the House would waive United States tariffs on infant formula imports through the end of this year to ensure that domestic market has the needed formula supplies. The tariff reduction would help the United States domestic market recover from the acute processing capacity crisis that created the national shortage of infant formula. The United States has experienced a highly unusual shortage of infant formula for much of this year, says Jim Mulhern, president and CEO of NMPF. It's a crisis that dragged on way too long but appears to be improving. The legislation will address short-term challenges while not creating a permanent dependence on foreign supplies. 
Speaking on legislation and barriers, the American Farm Bureau is calling on USDA to take steps to make sure that American farmers continue to have access to crucial fertilizer supplies. The organization submitted comments on USDA's request for information on access to fertilizer. AFBF says many factors are combining to create shortages and drive up fertilizer costs. America's farmers are getting called on to feed both America's families and families overseas as war and shortages take their toll on international neighbors, says AFBF President Zippy Duvall. We need long-term solutions. The organization's recommendations include assistance for farmers to expand on-site farm fertilizer storage capacity to help them manage costs year-round. They want the EPA to reform its review process that create barriers to domestic fertilizer production. AFB also wants modernized weight restrictions for trucks to help reduce the number that's needed to transport goods and enact rail reforms to help promote competition, fairer rates, and reliable service. And finally, as talked about on the availability of food, the United States farmers are working to help feed the world and fill a void in food production left by the war in Ukraine. Corn grower leaders unanimously passed a measure calling on the White House to maintain grower access to inputs. The measure says the ability to address the crises facing our world today in a sustainable manner cannot be achieved without fair access to the inputs necessary to raise a crop each year, including pesticides, fertilizers, and biotech seeds. The unanimous vote calls after the Environmental Protection Agency revised its atrazine registration, a move that could limit access to a critical crop production tool, which has been tested and proven for safe use. The move also comes after the Supreme Court recently refused to hear a case from California regarding glyphosate, which leaves a ruling in place that says glyphosate causes cancer. Farmers worry about a state-by-state patchwork of regulations in the future. Well, that's going to do it for today's stories. For more information on these, plus the latest national, regional, and more Colorado Ag news, you can open the barn doors online at barnmedia.net. Have a marvelous Monday, and thanks for making the barn part of it.